Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Subbed Off. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the UCL games that occurred today, Tuesday. Um, and we're going to take you through what we think of the games, some bad calls that were made in our opinions, and just what happens. Uh, All right. Before we get in, we have to thank you guys so much for the recent support. You guys yeah. have been killing it on our Instagram posts. So yeah, thank you guys so much. We can't, we, we wouldn't be at this point making all these episodes without you guys. All right. Okay. But the first topic we have to talk about is VAR. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, it what was that? This man was, was some of the worst I've ever seen. Jude Bellingham, a 17 year old, would have made oh, oh my gosh. historic goal. I know. And hey. it was. It was called back for, for what? Honestly. Exactly. Like, there's, there's no contact. It is a clean goal. That is a goal. Exactly. And looking at it further in the match, like, Dortmund could have tied this game or potentially even won this game. You don't know what happens. You don't know. Today, Dortmund put up a very good fight. As definitely yeah. Man City are kind of the – Powerhouse. In the powerhouse, yeah. They, they are expected to win these games. Yeah. They did, and, which, I mean, goes accordingly. That's what should happen. But I believe that Dortmund actually could have had this game pretty easily. Obviously, the exactly. call is there to not help them out any at all. Especially that in the penalty that was called against them. Was, exactly. And taking away a goal, and it's – we have the clip on our Instagram posted. Um Look, if you see that clip, um, there's no contact made from Jude Bellingham to Ederson. It, um, the only contact even made is Ederson whiffing on the ball and hitting Jude Bellingham in the leg, but they still gave Jude Bellingham a yellow card. Tell me the logic here. Um, it just it doesn't add up. Like again, you know, Man City are oil rich. They have so much money, and they're expected to. They splash it on all their players and. They're expected to win these games, but look, you got to give Dortmund the shot here. I mean, they, they had the game in the bag, but they, if you want to say, they fumbled, they VAR fumbled the bag for them. Like I mean, Manchester City have known to spend around 700 million euros on their defense alone, more than crazy. many African countries on their own military. I know. It's crazy. I mean, a 17 year old do that. I know this 17-year-old is so innocent. He just needs his goal. He needs to do well for his club. And I just think that VAR at this point with so many cases to have it gone, it has to be gone at this point. At this point, I believe that VAR is two guys in the back of a room flipping a coin. I know. Genuinely a disgrace to football. It was better when refs would just use what they saw to make decisions. Exactly. And, and honestly, also, I believe that's more accurate. It's exactly. just he's calling what they see. Yeah. All right. So let's flip over to the other game that happens. Um, they were full. But the game itself was. I was expecting a Liverpool, or not a Liverpool. Sorry, Madrid win. I have been saying this for a while. Liverpool are just not going to do that great this season. Mm-hmm. After all injuries have happened, it's just a mess in the locker room, in training, in games especially. But 
all that really died down as international break, as well as a 3-0 win against Arsenal. People thought that Liverpool were back to the peak, but this game kind of destroyed that thought. I mean, 3-1 with Vinicius scoring two against you is embarrassment. I mean, that if we're going to say that. finish since he got to Madrid. The fact that he was able to score two against one, a world-class keeper, and two with his finishing skill. I mean, if you saw that goal, what a ball from Tony Cruz, that first that first <laughs> goal. And then that, that touch and that finish, class. And what I, what I want to – what I uh, stress about this most, um, this most is the speed of the defense of Liverpool um, without Van Dyke covering all the spaces, it's very lackluster. Fabinho cannot cover everything. Um, and especially with Trent going up high, it doesn't – it's not like a, a working it's a defense. defense. Uh, especially with new center backs cycling in and out, there's just a lack of that chemistry, like kind of Van Dyke holds. And I think there's a major problem with Trent that's – his, him going out of position and his lack of defense is definitely the reason why he wasn't called up to the England squad. Although I think he is world-class in the attacking role, it's just not there for defensive or not, or uh, anything else. Really. And then what I also stress about um, is Liverpool's lack of communication throughout the team. I mean, it doesn't look like there, as you said, there's no chemistry at all. I mean, there are so many new players into the system that it doesn't uh, just click like that. And then you could just see that uh, Real Madrid, even Real Madrid aren't the best team in the world. Um, Like, Real Madrid being more, like, um, filled up on chemistry and just being a more experienced team than that Liverpool defense and knowing what to do, and they took advantage of it. I mean, at least Vinicius did, and the midfield just dominated uh, yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, I to give a special moment for that Real Madrid midfield. That was yeah. an astonishing performance from each one of them, showing how good they are and how they haven't really changed since Ronaldo even left. Yeah. I think I think that midfield is world-class. It has been world-class, and that's just a good showing of what they can do. Yeah, that Cruz, Modric, and then that defensive Casemiro. Oh, my gosh, today – I, it worked I, I well. And the formation has worked for long years. I think they've had the for, same formation for a long time now. And it just has worked yeah. so well. And um, uh, as I go into player ratings, um, it just shows what a performance uh, Liverpool had. Trent got a four. Um, one of the, uh, the starting center back, uh, <laughs> Nat Phillips, got a four. Kabak was man of the match. I, I thought he was actually really good. Um, and then it's just there wasn't enough that I could see Liverpool even having a shot in the second leg. If, if Liverpool play like that, they are not even close to being an okay uh, prunk team. Look, Nabi Keita, oh, my gosh. What a shocking performance by him. Oh, my, I, that was awful. Genuinely awful. Salah, I, I liked. I liked I Salah. I'm sorry. Salah is overrated. He's been saying, uh, yeah. Listen, ever since I saw him against PSG a couple years back in the group stages, I knew this man was a phony in the box. It <laughs> is just any contact is going down. And he, at least people have started to notice that. Most of his goals are coming from pens or just happens. I don't like Salah. 
but I'm not going to hate on him saying that he's like an average right wing. He's definitely like better than the average, mm-hmm. but I would have a good amount of players above him in terms of even right wings. Yeah. But to go yeah. for both games, it kind of went as expected. I would have thought a more dominant Man City, but besides that, I think that a win for Madrid and a win for City was what me and Burke thought going into the legs and that's what came out. Uh, I think we're just going to focus for tomorrow, definitely, especially me and him. We both got yeah. teams playing. Big games. Um, to be fair, Chelsea drew Porto, the best possible draw you could have gotten. Yeah. I know you, you don't want to underestimate the opponent, but, I mean, I would have killed for that draw. Bayern Munich is not the greatest to come against, especially coming after a 1-0 loss in the final where Mara Wakardi couldn't seem to just – or no, was that Chopo Moting? Yeah. Chopo Moting. Chopo Moting. didn't come on, Chopo Moting came on. <laughs> the last-minute, like, scorpion kick finish in the I mean, League final and then decided to be a snake and join them this summer. I mean, at least you guys are playing uh, a Nabri list and Lewandowski uh, list. Byron team, those are the, in my opinion, those are the two most beneficial players to the team, except for the like Nabri. I saw him last year. I haven't seen him lately, but he's he's a goal scoring machine. He's 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 a very good player, and I think he, he, he hasn't, hasn't been playing up the numbers he did a couple seasons ago, maybe one or two, but. It's not like he's not a threat anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's good that he's not in the game. I want him to recover, obviously, but as a PSG fan looking at it, it's better than having a minute. And same goes for Lewandowski. I know he would tear up our defense. He is a world-class striker, number one, if not two. But um, so I'm not going to underestimate him at them. Letting go of just those two players doesn't remove all of them. They still got a great defense, especially in midfield. It's it's a scary draw to come against. When I saw we were going against Bayern, I was not too happy to see it. I have a lot of faith in my team. The only downfall is we won't be seeing Marco Verratti. That is pretty pretty annoying. He, he is the part of our midfield, to be honest. And that too, I don't I don't know who will be playing right back. Uh, maybe. Kara, maybe. I honestly don't like Kara. I'd rather loan him out because he hasn't been playing great. He was kind of the reason we lost. Um, I think last week it was. He made a pretty bad mistake. Yeah. Against um, Leo. Leo. Um. Personally, I would rather – this This would sound shocking, but Timothy Pembele. I Timothy think- Pembele. He's so young. How old is he? Well, I'm, I'm gonna search this up. Uh, 19, I believe, off the top of my head. I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna say 19. So you're saying you'd rather have Pembele, an 18 year old who's, I mean, I think he's a lot of potential, but compared to semi can, um, like semi experienced carrier who's been in the Champions League final against the same opponent, um, you want. And an eighteen year old. Like that that's like saying that's like um uh Max Kellerman saying I want a Iguodala. I mean it's 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 not listen I, mean, I, I think the guy is the future of our defense. He will be 
shredding anyone. I think that, but I think that in like three years, two, three years, I think he will be. You can do it now. You can lock anyone up. If, if Axel Twanzabi can lock up, what, Mbappe. Mbappe. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I keep Twanzabi- like being able to hold the right wing, especially with no Nabry, I think whoever, who would be playing there? If not Nabry, whoever um, it is, I think Pembele ooh. could put up a fight against better Sonic? than Pembele. Coleman, Sonic, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those, 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 those guys. Coleman. <laughs> you don't want to see that Coleman. Go, go back to today's results. I think the only horrible part about it is VAR. I want it gone. Players want it gone. I think the entire world except UEFA is debating against this. And also, there's been so many claims. There's so many evidence putting away VAR. But these these guys, uh, no shame. But I'm not trying to throw shade at them. But, like, dude, at this point, they have been destroying these really good football games that you really want to watch. And, like, you want um, – Good football from these teams. But there's just players who dive and get what they want. It's 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 Salah. Oh yeah. I remember uh Thunderstruck him at the city game <laughs> when Ruben Diaz was just barely touching him. He just Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think that could wrap up all our thoughts. Uh we could make one tomorrow if you guys would really want to see that. Yeah. Uh, but if we get crushed tomorrow, don't Expect yeah. on a podcast tomorrow. If we um Chelsea pull up uh with that West Brom performance that we had uh against Porto, you know it's it's not gonna be an a happy a happy day for for me. But right. um, I'm, I'm yeah. saying now, if PSG lose and Chelsea win, expect the Burke only podcast tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not appearing. I will be crying in my bed. <laughs> No, but same same goes. If if we lose, you know, he's going on by himself. <laughs> Praying that this man behind me will score tomorrow. You're, you're lucky it's on Sissy's birthday. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for watching. It's been a blast. Um, and yeah, see you guys next episode.